got a wild one for you this week. We talk about very regular things, uh, boring topics, and uh, nothing new you've never heard of. And did you know that the earth is shaped like a donut? Just kidding. We talk about conspiracy theories, expanding your brain, spiritual awakenings, and foreskin. How to do drag. That's right. Bye. Vicky Box is with us on the program today. It's a very exciting conversation. You didn't say her name. Oh. I just thought everyone would know. Spiritually. From your throat chakra. M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is Slappy Seconds Pod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slapped you, stupid little fucks, you nassle fucks, you darling fucks, you stupid little fucks. Why don't Slappy Seconds with Big Dipper with me? Why don't that Big Dipper? Do you like my bangs? <laughs> These are like, okay, Should I always say to the Caesar cut. I think it's a Caesar. But it's thinning. Caesar? It's a thinning Caesar. It's a mature Caesar. I'm loving that you're willing to hang on to what you got. You know what I mean? Hold In the words of Mariah Carey, I'm going to do the got. best with what I got. Is that what Mariah Carey said? Yeah, she said it really drunk in a nightclub. Now, time. speaking of not doing their best, Meatball chose to not come and drag today. Uh, what for? What? For? Where for? Well, I was just out of. I had, a, I had a very busy morning, Get and in. I had to do some appointments, and I didn't have time to put makeup on, and I can't for twenty four hours because I got fresh Botox. But they wouldn't do my under eye filler because she said I will not allow you to go on camera with fresh under eye filler. Thoughts? But she knew you weren't going to be a drag on camera. I think it bru- it can cause bruising, so it would have maybe looked like I had a black eye. Where did you get the Botox? Point. Forehead. I got it right here where this part is really bad, and then we got over here and here. You love Botox. It's great, and it helps me also stop sweating, but it's also, I've been noticing a lot on these little videos. I did it for you. <laughs> I did it for you. For so you didn't you have to home. look at my under eye wrinkles anymore. Well. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we have a great show for Thanks you today. Thanks for putting me on blast. You're welcome. You literally do it every single time we're ever in the same room together. Shut up, ugly toes. Thank you. All right. Uh, we we did go to a pool party recently, and I walked in. I tried in to get you. And you said, whip those toes out in front of a lot of people. Lots of people. And I got you back because they were what? Painted. Pedicured. He had a full pedicure. He goes, I'll take them out. And I was like waiting for the yell. Okay. Please welcome the voice. The legend, the doll, the sorcerer. She needs no further introduction. It's the one and only Vicky Fox. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How was that for you? Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> you doing good? You doing great? I'm just excited to be here, and I want to know where we were going with those toes. The toes. Well, let's not. It's, you know, some people just don't have the best shaped toenails in the world. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just that. It's, it's just that sometimes I, they're a little silly I looking. think the reason I was asking, because I actually follow this account on Instagram <laughs> that <laughs> does waterless pedicures on, like, really rough toes. 
Wait, what What's is a, a waterless, waterless with a drum? Oh, is that where they just grind it off? They basically just grind it down to town. Now, have like, you ever done anything like that? No, no, no. I would like the full. But I do like when they get out the cheese grater and the, the thing. Yeah. yeah I, I had a like cheese that. grater experience in Palm Springs, and I got nervous because I had just arrived to Palm Springs. I was going to a high biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Vicky brought here. her lovely dog biscuit today, and he is in the room. I don't trust you picking it up. He, it? It. <laughs> he does love a little love. So yes, he'll look. Be around oh today. my gosh, he's so cute. Um, okay, so Blur I. Where is Penis? <laughs> I was in Palm Springs, freshly arrived, mm. and I was like, oh, I'm going to go get a pedicure because I planned to go to like a pool party. Right. And when I got there and they pulled out the cheese grater, I was like, oh, I've never had this before, but I'm down. Yes. And then it sort of crushed, cr- crushed, crushed, crushed the threshold where I was like, she that's may skin. have gone too far. Skin. Like, and you can tell because it'll leave that little pink mark where it's the fresh baby skin that should and not you see know the light it's tender. of day. <laughs> and I was like, so I have to walk around on so concrete tender. all afternoon after this. So yeah. this is what uh, Raja was talking about when she was like, they would go and do like a full. She'd get her brand new feet. It would be so fresh it hurt to walk. Yes, yes. I mean, I personally love this, but where do you I go? You know that cheese graters are like illegal; like they're not, <laughs> they're not supposed to use those. I aren't they supposed to a... not break skin? The rule yes. is that like if you're like a nail person and stuff, you can't break the skin. Is it an actual cheese grater? No, no. but I just call it a cheese grater because that's really what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, well, because have, did you ever get the ped egg? I was, was just like thinking about that. I, I did that to myself home. one so, time and overdid it. And y'all know, y'all walk. know Jules, right? Jules Longby. Is that why she wears medicated footwear? When those pet eggs were like really big, she got one and went to town. She went to town so much so that she was not paying attention and she ended up with bloody feet. <laughs> the person to tell this story is Delta Work. So the next time y'all see her, ask her about jewels in the pet egg. Oh my God. <laughs> it's scary because it feels like, okay, I'm like treating myself well. I'm having a spa treatment. I'm like, you know, going to take care of my feet. And then one swipe too many. Yeah, yeah can't walk. but sometimes they get out the good like sandpaper one. I, like I don't that. like when they do a massage. Okay, I was about to say I do like the massage. <laughs> you do? I it feels like they're loosening up my ankle. They're really going in there, and then they get get the gritty yeah. soap. I like when they to go up and down your leg when they like yes! boom, 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 this boom, one. Up the side. <laughs> I don't get that. Treatment. And then they do this one. Up your, oh, I up always your shin. They always ask. They hand you the sheet and say like which package do you want, but they don't say anything. They just hand you the sheet. Mm-hmm. And then laminated like, sheet. Yeah. I always say, give me this one, but no massage. Because I think the massage is not good enough. And there's no hand job at the well, end. Yeah, because the only massages you like are full release. <laughs> now, here's the thing. There's no hand job at there's the end no of that, hand job. that pedicure massage. Have you ever had a full release massage? I have to think. I don't think so. Have I given I one yet? Something- <laughs> <laughs> but not like, not paid. Oh, oh just for fun. You didn't go to school or anything. No. <laughs> Now, class, today we're going to discuss the full release portion of it. Yes. Can you imagine them teaching that at massage school? Well, you know, sometimes... They should. It's, it's intuitive. Sometimes if it's right, it's right. It Absolutely. is intuitive. I had a friend. It's you. <laughs> don't tell we don't got to do all that. Okay, Vicky, how is your summer going? This has been, It's a, kind of a wild summer. Have you been in the house mostly? Yeah, I have not left the house since lockdown. <laughs> I, I know! <laughs> 
I did the see amount you downtown. of times I begged her to come do fat slides. Oh, I'm sorry about one. your birthday, by the way. It's I okay. it was still in my bubble. You did That's do fine. the one because I saw I did. You I did like you did one, lot. but you've also stopped kind of doing showgirl yeah, like stuff I qu- because you're not a showgirl no more. No, I quit drag technically. Yeah. I, I announced to myself and to some of the world that was mm-hmm. paying attention because you know people still ask who's Vicky. I announced that I was done because I needed a minute. Yeah. Right. And it was no better time than like an actual pandemic to mind my business. Absolutely. Right. But you still made it through the pandemic and you were still doing incredible stuff. Like you were um, mm. reading cards on <laughs> giving people tarot readings. Also, incredible ability to do it with playing cards. Oh, yes. I love this. I love it. I imagine the reason I asked about have you left the house is like I with with every passing headline mm. monkeypox I love her COVID mm-hmm. there's Hated a it. case of polio circulating uh-huh. some child has polio yes this is accurate see and with every single thing what about those murder hornets where did they go with every did you see that they now have blue bees <laughs> see blue and there's green bees what are they eating this is what I it's like I don't know I think it's like Central South America they just they have now they're just different colors now (laughs) it's like where are we what (laughs) what is going on in the world this is what I imagine Vicky at home reading these headlines and going "Mm." biscuit (laughs) (laughs) you're not going anywhere you said I am here when I tell y'all I got so good at minding my own business I'm just like that has nothing to do with me. Well, that- we we appreciate you uh, breaking your bones. Yeah, getting out of the today. house to come hang well, out. Well, for with y'all, us. yeah. See, I've been very selective about where my energy goes, uh, and I, I like being in this bubble. This is a good bubble. This is Always. a good bubble. It's a fun bubble, the, and it smells like food. It, it did. Does. It smelled so good when I walked in this bitch today. It we smelled having, so good. We were having lunch. We were having lunch a little late. So okay, so you in this pivot, mm. you are a. Spiritual guru. Guru, I would say. <laughs> You're a healer. Yes. You you offer guidance to people. I do. I actually have been working with a lot of people. Like, let's listen, <laughs> we've talked about the world has gone bonkers. Yeah. And if it hasn't gone bonkers, people are just starting to notice yes. that it is actually <laughs> fucking wild. Yes. <laughs> okay. And you know, people are their dreams. People have been spending time with themselves and their dreams have been crazy and like People are dying left and right, and they just like want a sense of like what is going on. And I've been using what I know and what has been coming to me to sit with people, spend time with people one on one, and you know, get your power back and navigate moving forward. What does that entail? Like, well, depending you... on depending on the person and depending on the session. Sometimes I'll do like card readings. Sometimes. Channeling, mediumship, I will talk to dead relatives, and I will talk to, um, (laughs) like, other beings. I have a council of guides that I work with, and I channel, sometimes in meditation, I channel the I am consciousness, which, to me, when I first started, I just called them God. But it's, it's different than... God the source. This is just like a level, a dimension of consciousness <laughs> that they basically offer all of this information to me about how to reframe what I'm experiencing in a way that is, there is always a loving way through something. Oh, wow. Now, you need to listen up to what Vicky just said. I heard there's it, always and a... then I was like, well, there's the clue. Because what did you say earlier? Trying to get a gun? I did say that I wanted to get a weapon. <laughs> 
Well, I want a gun too, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that you can be a good person. Listen, and speak to I I am a divine emanation of creator source energy, and sometimes I have to set a fucking boundary. Exactly, and sometimes that boundary is a weapon. <laughs> and frankly, I'll say it: the only reason I want a gun is because Beyonce kept singing about guns, and now I want a gun. <laughs> well. <laughs> Listen, that's the I, power of persuasion. That's what you get for being. I have a Telfar that girl. And a gun. Okay. <laughs> yes, come on. And the gun should be in the Telfar. It will be. It, oh it'll God. be in its own Telfar. This is not a Second Amendment podcast. Okay. Oh, sorry. Right, right, right. No, but I believe in that. I set your goddamn boundaries. Also, people just need to reset and reaffirm, renegotiate the goddamn boundaries. So boundaries say, are. Oh. What? You go. Well, you go. You I was go. just saying, boundaries are so important. And it's this thing I know for me, uh, working in entertainment. Mm. Being a freelancer, trying to hustle to create your own destiny and career. 1,000%. All you do is allow people to walk over your boundaries for quote-unquote opportunity. Oh, yeah. And what I have found is now that I'm in a position where I can help create opportunity for other people as well as just like keep all the balls that I'm juggling in the air at the same time. I have a decade of learned skill on how to completely ignore my own boundaries. And it is a behavior I'm trying to get away from. Like, I'm really trying to be like, that's a no. Like, someone just texted me today and was like, can you do this thing? And I looked at my, I was like, I don't want to do this thing. And I looked at my calendar and I was available to do the thing. And I'm not traveling. And I said... Sure. I do that all the time. And I nope. wish. But you, I my ass, did my embrace ass. the power of no. Wow. Nope. I, I, the fully nope. I yeah. I woke up today Very and it Jesse, was a nope day. Jesse J. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's the one. You know the one. You woke up today. And it was a nope day. And I have them all the time. Just I wake up and I be like. I was nervous. No, 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 no. But it was just I didn't want to do. Like for me, a nope is I'm not doing anything I don't want to do today. Yeah. Like That's some me. days, some days I'll be like, okay, I'm willing to like take the hit. <laughs> we both noticed And do what I need time. to do. But like most days, um, it's a it's a hard nope. So unless it's like an obligation or something I've committed myself to, yeah. mm-hmm. I have to remind myself that I made that commitment. And when I made that commitment, it was a yes. Right. That's a good thing. That How do you tap thing. into that yes mindset? Okay, so I actually teach this. <laughs> oh, well, teach me because the nope I, say, I say yes to almost Biscuit, any gig. Biscuit. My baby. Yeah, I say yes to almost any gig someone offers me if my calendar's open. And lately, I've been like, "Oh, I'm getting ready for the gigs," and I'm like, "No, this is not what I want to do right now. This is not. I can't get there." No, I could. This, this, it, it literally is, and it sounds so silly to explain it, but I teach a class called "Say Hello to Your Intuition." So this is like getting to know your inner GPS, your guidance system. Everybody's is different. Everybody speaks to them in a certain way. It's kind of like. When you know you want a certain, like, Italian or Mexican for dinner. Yes. That's your intuition. Or for evening time. <laughs> After dinner? Yes. Yeah, if I want an Italian you know. or a Mexican. Oh, a human. <laughs> yeah, that works. Snacks. <laughs> you know, meat sticks. It's fine. <laughs> We're talking about dick, ladies and gentlemen. That's totally fine. Both uncut. Okay, keep going. So in, in that vein, <laughs> it is, like... Just be, we all have this like sense of obligation and responsibility to ourselves to like stay afloat and survive and all of this stuff because we've known how hard it can be and we try to get away from that. If we just take a second to go, do I even want to do this? Not like what is it, but you you already read the information. You read like this is what it is. Da 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 da. Do you even want to do it at all? Yeah. And it's taking a beat. It's taking a breath. And then going, you know what? I'm going to come back to that in a second and respond. 
Because we feel like if we don't say yes, it, the opportunity is going to go away. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, no, that is not the case. When your yes is a yes, when it is a fuck yes, yes, that opportunity lands so hard. And then another one will come right along. And when you say no and you mean no from your whole chest, your whole pussy, an opportunity will come right in and fill that spot. And that's actually true. That is so true. And I think, Meatball, you are actually not giving yourself enough credit. Because you do say yes to a lot of things, but you also say no. And you're able to clock things in your intuition pretty quickly about whether if it's for you or not. Yeah, I guess. But still, I don't know. It's don't a good know. lesson. But, mine, but mine you know you... what I am saying no to for now, for forever? I will not be doing daytime Sunday gigs anymore. No, ma'am. Brunches. I no, don't ma'am. do that anymore. I can't. Uh-uh. Not for me. I remember when I said I'm not. Heard that, Mario? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not doing a goddamn brunch yeah. ever again. I'm sorry. And if I do, it's going to have to be a freezing cold, air-conditioned <laughs> stage. And I don't. I'm not doing it with my tits out in the sun ever and again. And I'm not doing three table seatings. I'd rather kill myself <laughs> with my gun. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ok, 
Okay, we are back with the iconic Vicky Vox. Now, what I love about this spiritual path mm. and watching it unfold on social media is because back in the day, I liked watching <laughs> you mentally unfold on social yes! media. Yes! Doing Do all you the remember? drugs that you could. Oh, my God. Y'all, I mean, I got to tell you, when I first started drag, watching DWV videos and like seeing the group and watching you particularly perform, and I am telling you at precinct all the time, I would lose my mind. It's It, it was aspirational party girl. Is That's what, what it was, because it was like you were partying, but you were also working every single night. All the, the time. I But I did so much cocaine. I think I have some of my bags. <laughs> I was so good at Allegedly. It. You heard now they're taking podcast transcripts to court. Allegedly. You spilled all over your shirt. Oh, it's fine. I've dated enough convicts. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be fine. In jail? Or just in... Both. In, uh, I, 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 <laughs> you do the pen pals? No, I just... Dated them. Oh, conjugal. Pre and post. She's over that. <laughs> she's like, please, no more dads. What do you think about when you remember that sort of like hectic party time in your life? Honestly, like, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I had such a good time. Such a good time. I was also absolutely miserable. Yes. It's always that way. It's always both, right? But I, it was such a good time. And like, the highs were high and the lows were. Low. I was just watching this thing where it was the Spice Girls talking about their first year after their big break. And they were saying, we worked for almost an entire year with not a single day off. Every single day of the year they had a thing. They were catching a flight. And it was like they were so busy and tired that they couldn't even enjoy how amazing it was. Yeah, that soundbite said I, they were on 70 flights in one month type yeah. of shit, like two in a day. Listen. You did that. You used yes, to do that we used shit. used to do that. There was one weekend that I will never forget for the rest of my life. We did a show in LA. We then flew to Vegas, did a show in Vegas, went from Vegas to San Francisco. Mind you, we did not sleep. Yeah, of and course. And we not. were in full geesh on planes, full everything. This is actually it was Virgin because we put Willem in the apartment. Oh, I remember. So <laughs> <laughs> carry on fine. And then we we went on, on off the plane. Onto a pride float. From the pride float, we went to the main stage. From the main stage, we went and did a show. And then we had another show later that night. And I will never forget that that, that was the speed and the pace for, like, the next hot minute. And I was like, I can't, I can't keep going with this. I couldn't do that. It's amazing. My body's not built for that. Yeah, but like, there's like a, there's like a long form adrenaline that like pushes you through. Yeah, that's also why I was allegedly using other things. Allegedly, you yes. know the uppers and the downers and uh -huh. everything in between. Because and the candy corns, you know, I got to put my personality on, and then it's time to turn off. So that you got to do. And I'm so grateful now that. I listened to my body and I like listened to my friends and people that were like, you need to go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And do those things and started that path of like, what, why am I doing all of this? What do I want to do it all of this for in the first place? Yeah. And then it like brought me back to, oh, girl, you were figuring yourself out and then got carried away. But it's so when in the, oh, here you go. <laughs> But it's been, it goes back to exactly what you were saying. It's like that fear that the opportunity might go away. Yeah. When you have, you know, we're talking about DWV hit songs, viral sensation. Yeah. You were the act to book. No one else was doing well, like a, a group act. At and that time. Even also at that time, some of the queens were traveling, but it wasn't a built-in part of like mm -mm. queens from TV would yeah. then do They're gigs. Actually, the super group girl. You, Correct. And 
we I, it was so wild because I actually hosted the very first um, Battle of the Seasons. Oh, oh my God! And it that's was insane. Me and Michelle Visage, yes, hosted the show. <laughs> so Michelle! that's like, so Michelle. all of that. Come on the show, Michelle. Michelle, <laughs> I know you know how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was wild, and I was like a part of everything, but never a part of everything. And yeah. eventually, that got to me, and I was like, I'm just still trying to make a name for myself. You know what? I actually don't need any attention. I'm gonna go take care of myself. Can I? What was the transition? Wait. You go. You seem like you really need to get it out. Yeah. Let's talk I, about it. I wanted to pivot to you and ask you that question that Vicky just said. What question? That you're a part of things, but you aren't. I'm not. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Right in the middle of it. It feels like I'm always constantly like, well, I'm doing better than some of them, but mm. not doing the best. Right. And I'm like, can't get to I just there seem to like because me it's wild to me. It's scooping like scooping under stuff. Hard. Working your ass off everywhere. Visible as fuck. Coming in second in the past. You know that people know who you are. Oh, of yeah, course. Of course they do. I've Sh- met like a bunch of the people Sh- on the Shooting show. movies. I mean. Ooh, <clears throat> look out, Nina West. You're not the only Disney girl now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an. Come on the pod. Let's talk about sucking toes. Uh oh. <laughs> Every person you mentioned, we just go, come on the pod. As they should. As they should. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting spot to be in. So, so where were you like in the timeline of you had started drag, you had done DWV, and then like it all kind of went away. Y'all were going separate ways. Mm. When from that point to now did you start getting super spiritual? Was it the therapy I that led you there? Kind of spiritual the whole time. Like detox will tell you. We would be at an after hours or whatever, and I would pull somebody aside and be like, I need to tell you this. This person like will not leave me alone. Did, did you live in uh, this cabin by this water and did you have goldfish? And they would be like, um, yes. And I'd be like, so your grandmother, your dad's mom? And they'd be like, uh-huh. And I'd be like, okay, well, you need to know this, that, and the third, and that that paper's coming through, so just sign it. Oh, my God. And, that, like, this would be all the time. And eventually I was like, okay. That's exhausting. I have a different to, way. <laughs> right. And then I was like, well, I just should some more. And then, you know, get, <laughs> get my life together. Just pull it out. And something in there, like, that was always with me. And then I had, like, a huge, oh, my God, moment, which was the first time, like, it was, like, I was on a bender. It was like a three-day nonstop working weekend. I hadn't really slept, and I get home, and I'm like, took my edibles, and I'm smoking my weed, and I, I would always watch like, um, there is the Gaia Network, and there's all of these. Gaia. Oh, get into it. I was like Gaia, Gaia? the no, beans. Gaia, no, G A I A, and they have the all of, of this. All. Like they have meditation stuff. They have alien disclosure programs. They have all of this. Um, my favorite program at the time was open minds and the host of it was called Regina Meredith and she still the show is still going on and they would come on the pod Regina they would talk about everything from like Sasquatch to like the bodies they found in uh, South America they would talk about Gobekli Tepe which is like these ancient ruins that are like predating the Babylonia all of this stuff right and in my mind, I just like sit and listen because I like a good story. Because yeah. I will, I am fascinated by other people's experiences because I know mine has been fucking nuts. So I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> if other people are experiencing things, great. I want to know what they're going through. So as I'm sitting and listening one night, I'm like, whoo. And I'm like, okay, it's not my edibles because this is like six hours later. And it can't be that. And I haven't done a, a, anything else in a while. So like, <laughs> that's not it. 
And I was like, oh my God. And I sat up in bed and I started hearing like the most loving stuff I could ever hear. And I had known from watching these shows that like discernment is so important when it comes to spirituality and religion and cults and all of this stuff and the occult. It is so important that you use your own like truth center to figure out what feels right, what is out of alignment, like what is not true for you. And like, are the voices, because I was watching like other channelers yeah. and other people that would go into like Dolores Cannon. She would put people under hypnosis, past life regressions, and these other, they would go to home, which is like source and the God source. And they would bring forward all of this information to like instantaneously heal people in these healings. Whoa. So all of that, I was like, okay, what is what is this voice that I'm like feeling and hearing and just knowing, which I was used to at this point. Yeah. Because even as a child, I used to see beings. <laughs> I remember you told us, you told us when we had you on last time at the foot of your bed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I used to see beings, and um, which was wild because, again, on that program that I was telling you, Open Minds, or no, it was another documentary on the app. This man was talking about beings that he had seen as a child, and mind you, it was in the 50s. And they pulled up an artist's rendering of what he was talking about, and I nearly shit the bed because it was the exact monkey man that I was talking about that I used to see when I was a kid that waved at me and my mom, and my mom could not see him, and I was screaming at her because he was at the end of my bed. And so I was like, either that's a huge coincidence or I'm tied into something bigger than myself. So back to that voice. I was like, what is this? What were they saying? You said lovely things. Um, it wasn't English. Love it was just hair. a feeling. It was more of just like a, I'm not by myself right now. Mm. And it was, I was like, okay, well then what is this? And I, I it was like, yes, God, slay mama work. <laughs> work boots. It was like, you know how when you watch a program or something and you're kind of stoned and like you have this whole train of thought and you're like, well, that kind of makes sense. And you just like travel <laughs> off into that. And you're like gone for a minute, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I wasn't stoned, and the information was like being told to me. I wasn't oh. thinking the information. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it was like I was seeing and understanding that so much of our own um, liberation and freedom and oppression is locked inside of our language, even so much as like a gender binary mm. is locked inside of how we speak on things. Yeah, and that was like okay, fascinating. So I was like. That's a thought. And then the information kept coming to me, like as if I was looking at a book. It just kept coming. And that led to another thing. So I kept going, are they asking anything of me? Is it because I was like, this is a little weird. And I was used to speaking to like other people's like family members and stuff. Yeah. So are they asking anything of me? Do they want me to do anything? No, it was all like, we're giving this to you. You need to know this for you to better yourself was my understanding. And eventually it came to, I had, and I texted my best friend who is um, a therapist, a psychologist. So I was like, I'm talking to God right now. So if, if you need to 5150 me. Oh yeah, because I was going to say sometimes <laughs> that's like a sign of a manic episode. Correct. And I was, I, and at this point it was just, it was coming so fast I had to like write things down. So like I'm just writing stuff and I have no idea what I'm saying and what, what I'm writing. I'm looking at it later going, what is this? And in that I like started going, okay, well I can't write fast as fast as these thoughts are coming. So I started, I have voice notes of this. And I was recording it, and I was like, okay. And I would just, like, say whatever was coming into me. And I started to feel as if I was inside of this light. And I know this sounds absolutely bonkers, but this is what happened. I was inside of this, like, gold-white light. 
And then in that, God, the I am, because they what they said was, they are the I am that I am when I was that I am. So like they were referring to me, the I am that I am in the Bible. Oh, and so Beyonce took those lyrics for Renaissance. Because I could have sworn she said something very similar once. Well, first they sang it in La Cage Fall. Oh, I am. I am well, what well, I, I am. am. <laughs> okay, so the I am. So we're sitting, like, we're, we're, we're having, like, a full, like, literal come to Jesus moment. And, well, that's another story, but. You I came could, on Jesus. No, well, Jesus came to me. Not. In, in call. <laughs> So um, this this is happening, and like I was kind of scared because it was it was kind of intimidating to feel this like massive energetic presence that I don't I know is not what I normally feel right. in my day to day life, yeah. and it kept going. And God was explaining how we why we are individuals and why we experience separation and why we know pain, and it was never supposed to happen that way. That was an unintentional side effect of the decision, which I've later found out was part of my soul's um, alignment during past life regressions and stuff, was to find the love where it is not and bring it home. Because like the pain and the darkness and separation was not supposed to exist. Uh. But because you know, like we all have this feeling like something might not be right or we always strive to do better. Right. And in that um, urge to do better is that it the unimplied intention or unimplied awareness that something is not better. Right. So like in implying that you separate yourself from like what you deem as better or right or good. Okay. So unintentionally. And then you gotta go into that and bring it home, which is also shadow work. And then so as that was happening, I was like, God Shadow work. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, okay. like this. <laughs> it's so shadow work the they dog. also do in therapy, which is talking to your inner child. And oh. and um like if you say like I hate this about myself, well, why do you hate it? And it's part of why you exist. So like let's bring it home and make it part of oh. your core your stuff. And that idea about like separation mm-hmm. and like like alienation within us as a culture and just as beings in general. We're in like the most hotbed mm-hmm. point of that in human like mm-hmm. it's culminating existence like it's... because of social media, mm-hmm. because all we do is compare ourselves to other people. Mm-hmm. All we do is we're all trying to, you know, give ourselves our Andy Warhol moment and make our own brand and be our individual self. And it it actually is like pushing people away, even though a lot of us think it's bringing us together. Right. You know, like, yeah, there's a community that listens to this show with a shared interest and a shared knowledge, but by like furthering this, you know, especially in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. by furthering this like self-serving idea, it really is separating all of us. Mm-hmm. Unintentionally. Right. And the point is to make remember to be inclusive and in that like the shadow parts, the parts of ourselves, like for example, cis straight people, they are not who? <laughs> they are not the enemy, they are a reflection of the piece of us that we don't think we are. And oh. we are a reflection of them that they don't believe they are. And some so, of them don't even believe exists. Correct, because they have pushed themselves yeah, so far away it. and they believe in their truth so hard that it has separ- caused separation unintentionally. And in the process of integrating that and coming back together is when you have all that tension and the fights and the dis-ease. 
So That's God was so explaining scary. all of this to me. <laughs> and, and not even explaining it, just sort just of like, I was like putting know. it in It was your... kind of like if if you've ever like had a hot shower and all of a sudden it turns cold. It's kind of like, whoa, oh, okay, sure. Hmm. Like that kind of a feeling. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I would not handle that well. Well, I, I wasn't until God was like, again, reiterating, like you were never supposed to know this pain. Like we are sorry. And basically, I've had this belief that we will all get to know God or we will all have the opportunity to know God since I was a very young individual, since the first time I tried to unalive myself oh. like as a teen. I've, I've understood that like everyone will be given this opportunity. What I didn't know is that if God will come in and do it directly because it is that powerful. Source is that powerful and we are such a part of Source and so important that they are there even when we don't think it's there. Anyway. They were explaining that we will all have this opportunity to come home and basically experience what I felt in that moment where I was brought. Like, my, I know my body was in my bed, but I was not in my body. And mm. I was inside of that light now. I was fully, like, a piece of it. And they were like, you will be asked to come back home. You are welcome back home. You can come home whenever you're ready. This is home. And it was the most beautiful, loving, like, breath that I have ever taken in my life. And I was sobbing because I didn't know, like, I didn't even think I was worthy of that. Like, that that was possible for someone like me. Mm. Like, even talking about it, I'm, like, starting to go there. Yeah, but it's, <clears throat> I, I'm, it's just so interesting because it's, like, and we've talked about, like, spirits and, like, being in tune with th things before. And I just feel like it's something that I just can't do. But mm. is it something do you think, like, all of us are, like, have the ability to Yeah, anybody to in the room open, here? One, or is it, like, you have, to, you, like, have to be gifted? I think some people, um, it is part of their agreement. There's, like, soul agreement before they come into this incarnation to do this work. Some come from different levels of experience. Like I personally have <laughs> gone on my own journey and work with shamans and mm -hmm. have found that I came from a different uh, consciousness to help heal my family's karma and trauma. And mm. like oh. I, the reason why I am the non-binary gender experience that I am is because I came in a male body to heal the female line. And the male line. Uh, because and what kind of agreement did you sign? You probably just drew a I, dick. Well, you know, I don't like face. to sign stuff. I just <laughs> snuck in. But to that, why I had to, to that be effect, adopted. what's happening now, and which is part of like, I, ever since the COVID lockdowns happened, everyone has kind of been starting to notice these things about themselves. Like, we all kind of know that, like, when you think about somebody and they text, it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then, but that's it. Yeah. That's how that that existence should feel like. It's yeah. like, <laughs> can you believe this? Or I was just talking about you. Yeah, right. those kinds of things is what I'm talking about, and it's just paying attention to that more and more, and then like accepting that and expecting that that you will finish each other's sentences. That like you don't know why you put this thing in your bag, and then all of a sudden you have a reason to use this thing. That kind of stuff. It's, is, but why is it never super glue that I'm putting in my bag? <laughs> It's the only thing I ever need for my nails, and it's never there. Tell me that. Well, why don't you put it in there? <laughs> <laughs> See, 
sometimes, sometimes the lesson. The problem is me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sometimes the lesson is that we still need to be human. <laughs> like all, well, all, all the stuff I've done, it, the lesson is always like, you need to go be in the mess for a minute. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, stop trying to, like, spiritually bypass and sit in this love and light for six hours and meditate. and Go be human and, like, pay a bill and, like, do what you need to do. Interesting. Now, what kind of old man is living in this dog? Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got the eyes of a do human. You, do you see? Like, he is totally zoned out, blissed out yeah. in this moment. This is how he is most of the time. And I swear that he is, like, some other guardian for me. But I also look at this one. The way that I believe that my counsel looks at me. So, like, when he, like, okay, you peed in the house again. We can fix this. Or, like, yeah. you acted up or you felt this way and I have to take care of you and I have to literally pick up your shit. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that's how my spirit guides and my guardian angels deal with me. But they don't ever get mad at me. They're just like, well, we agreed to this. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this is what we wanted. This is this part of the process. That's so... Oh, look at him. Look at me. Oh, the little thing. Um, well, I touched on a lot and I hope that made sense. It did. It did. I mean, it, what I heard from that is that you really had both like a sort of revelation, but also a really affirming experience about why you're here and who you are. Yes. And it wasn't all in one moment. Right? Yes. Like that come to, to, to that talk with God was like three days and it has happened several times since then. And then even recently in this past year, I've sat and I initiated the conversation mm. and I didn't think that that was possible. And so I, then when I sat with the intention and meditated deliberately, it was a different experience. So what, but to speaking to Meepo's point, what? How do you feel about, you know, the people like us who mm. are out in the world who are going like, cool for you, but that's not my journey. Great. I'm more than likely just going to live the majority of a human's life, which is a pretty self-centered life. Yeah. Maybe aware of helping other people around me to be a quote unquote good person. A light understanding of what religion is for other people, but pretty much an acting atheist. Mm. Uh, but understand that your experience is uh, true and honest mm. and mine is less tapped in yeah. and then I'll die one day and put me in one of those pods so a tree can grow out of me. Like, how do you feel about I that? I want to be launched into space. I have a belief that <laughs> Listen, I've been there. <laughs> actually, actually, Probably, goes, yeah. That's she where this tattoo came from. Overrated. I had a, <laughs> I had a vision that I, I came back into this body after being on a ship, but that's... Oh, that's for segment three. We're going to go. We're going conspiracy in a minute. Yes! <laughs> um... Oh, I'm sorry, Biscuit. Didn't mean to disturb you. Uh, <laughs> my my firm belief is that everyone and every experience is a is vital to the machine and the creation and the continuing. I don't even know how to say all the words. Like the furtherance mm-hmm. of the experience of the universe. Like everyone's experience is so necessary, crucial, vital. It is important that you live your life. The way that you live it, however that is. Well, and there it is. The Tell that to truth. Breed LA Cumhole <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> your existence is valid. Yeah. Let's... But your drag isn't. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Can we talk about how Biscuit is unbothered because this yeah, is how I am at home? You, yeah. 
just here. A, a light riff from time just, to time. That he's unbothered, <laughs> unfazed. He care. But he's actually really unfazed because I was just practicing. God, I, what why were you singing? I, what were you singing? Are you back to singing? Not, not really, but I was actually practicing because I was getting certified to be a sound healer. <gasps> oh, I love that. <laughs> so I can do sound bowls and tuning forks. And Now, I've done that before, and it's incredible. Because well, you put it up your butt. Yes. <laughs> no, but we did the, it was like a big sound bowl, and they like mm-hmm. rang it and put walked around. Put the sound fork up my ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the fork, the bowl. I sat in the bowl. <laughs> You said, pour milk on top of me. Call me breakfast. <laughs> but wait, you can just sing it at people. Is yeah, it almost well, like Reiki? Yes. It, it's a combination. Well, Reiki is the um, manipulation and guidance of the life force, which in other cultures would be like prana, chi, mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Piranha in Vegas? No, I have a... Love that place. I, I blacked out there. I've done a lot of things there. Anyway. There's this dude on the internet who looks... You know, hot, mm-hmm. and he's a go-go dancer, mm-hmm. but also is like a Reiki healer. Mm-hmm. I'd go to him. And, Who is it? <laughs> and he takes clients in person, but then also will do remote. Yeah. And the remote thing is the gag for me. Um, well, there's no such thing as time and space, so... Here we go. They are constructs that we oh, I'm use. Not in the frame at all. They are constructs that we use to navigate and create and um, delineate and organize our experience. So that's why, because in my I mind, I'm saying like, I'm saying a lot, but a lot on the table. It just no, seems but, like maybe you're saying it's like it's a way for us as people to control or like have some sense of control of something. Yeah, like if you have a lot of information, it's easier for our human minds to line them up than to notice that patterns and cycles are circular or cyclical and not necessarily in an order. So we experience them, we understand them from an ordered perspective. And they're not necessarily, because you can zoom out from a higher perspective and see uh, what's see going on. It's all works. sort of happening in the same. And that's why they say right, like a, a like a fish, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. planet Earth, just like planet Earth, yeah, flat circle. Um, no, because uh, in do my you mind, believe the Earth is round or flat. Both. Oh, hear me out. Well, I'm not gonna go see. Okay, what I was thinking about when you said we might talk about conspiracies, I was like, I really want to talk about how the fact that going down any conspiracy rabbit hole uh-huh. will lead you to white supremacy. So please, oh yes, that that is true. Yes. <laughs> so please, again, discernment for me and everything I do is so important. Please use your internal compass and go. This feels good. This does not feel good. I want to fuck with this. I do not want to fuck with that. And that is okay. So Meatball sent me a TikTok recently about how no one died in the Challenger explosion. (laughs) Because all of, there is a person with the same name who looks like every single person who was on the Challenger. And the same age. And they're the same age, just living their lives in a different city. And it's pre-internet. And and it's pre-internet, so none of these people, no one really knew what they looked like, would uh, like, would they knew their names, but you could just be in a different city. And all these people just started working the same basic job that they were doing They're like, oh, I'm an engineer in Michigan So now now I'm going to become a teacher at Mm. a college and stuff. And the pictures side by side they all look the same oh lord um <laughs> where oh god so there is in my in my understanding of things where i stand now it's possible 
It's not not it's possible, possible <laughs> for a plain country bumpkin and a prince to join in marriage. Wait, hold on. I want to... <laughs> no, because... You guys sing the Whitney part. No, I need to tell you that earlier today I had the dumbest song in my head and I figured y'all might enjoy it because I was trying to remember the words to I'm the very wait, I'm a model. I'm the very shit. I'm a very modern model of a modern modern major general. Yes. And I was really trying to get it together. Okay. What are you singing? <laughs> yes. You know it. Model Major General? Yes. Oh, that's from um, Pirates of Penzance. Yes. yes. And I was like, oh my God, of course on this day is the day that like that would pop into my brain and need to be read out loud. I am the very model of, of a, a modern, modern major, major general. general. I'm ve- information, vegetable, vegetable animal, animal, and, and mineral. <laughs> but that's sort of what that we're talking you. about. The earth is flat. <laughs> Yeah, what are the rest of these lyrics? No, oh, I was like, that's a weird lyric. <laughs> okay, but about flat Earth and um, because it's not, but the Earth is not technically flat. It would, and it's not even necessarily round in where the everything is going. It is now a toroid. So, um, the toroid looks like a donut. No, toroid did used to sell dresses in my size. They used to, yes, and but they used to be that, very cute. But now it's just Trash. like fake Disney stuff. Although I do love you, Disney, Daddy Disney. A toroid is a coil of insulated or enamel yes. wire round around a donut shape formed well, to make a powered... Correct, but if you look at the shape of a toroid, it right. is a sphere in the fifth dimension. Or the fourth dimension. I yeah, now that makes sense to me. Yeah, I could see that. So the, and if like you that. if you follow any of the conspiracy stuff, which I love to go down sometimes when the mood strikes, there is a hole in the top of the earth and the bottom of the earth, and that there are inter well no they are subterrestrial beings that live inside the earth. There's a whole hollow Mold earth people. theory. We talked about this. This is where the lizards come from. Well, yes, the, the, and the snake people and the ant people. Is Beyonce a lizard? I don't know. She might have the DNA. Here's the thing is that all of us are some kind of hybrid of spiritual beings, animal beings, that it's all millennia of evolution and tampering with, like, we all have pets, right? Like, we breed dogs. So we selectively breed dogs. Don't you think that if we had people looking out for us and babysitting us, y'all should go together. Y'all go over here. Let's keep this over here. Y'all, y'all stay hang around that. Of course they would. Pick their favorites and breed them. Oh, part whale. You think I'm part whale? You got the whale. In Probably. I mean, there's. A, if you can, ex- here's. Well, here's. Boom. Here's another piece of my. <laughs> <laughs> another piece of my learning is yes. that if you can experience it, if you are aware of it, you are the frequency of it. You are the vibration. You cannot experience that which you are not the frequency of or vibration uh, of. Yeah. In order to exist in the same that space, you have to be. Yeah. If you can, if you can recognize it, you got a little in you. So yes. So therefore, you are a touch whale. Now, but why? <laughs> hmm. Why do so many <laughs> conspiracy was. theories lead to white supremacy? Yeah. What was that about? I wish I had the answer, and I really feel like it's a power and control and dogma thing that is all from colonization and patriarchy. Mm. That, like, you have to believe what I believe, and if you don't believe what I believe, then you are this, again, other person that doesn't fall in line and belong in my space. Right. Weird. Why 
What is your favorite conspiracy of the moment? Like, what's we, the newest there, conspiracy? There are very fun I'm not really up pop, to date. Well, there are fun pop culture ones, like that Avril Lavigne is a clone, or Possible. that Katy Perry is a grown-up Jean Benet Ramsey. No, that one's. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously this one that we there like so many theories on TikTok, and then uh, you know those the wild. Uh, White supremacists all right when the pizza gate and all of mm. that stuff. But then there's like the stuff that is not conspiracy theory where you just go, how is this happening? Like Jeffrey Epstein and all of the underage people. And you just yeah, go like. And then all of a sudden all that information just disappeared. Right. And then he's dead. And then dead. So there's a lot of like, there's there's different. I feel like there's different kinds, right? There's the the government cover-ups that which I'm more likely to believe a me government cover-up about everything. That the cover-up becomes a little threadbare, <laughs> and then we go like, we're smart enough to realize y- you have this elite group of people that you're trying to cover up. Well, and it probably used to be easier pre-internet, yes. like we were just saying about the Challenger thing. No one really knew who those people were other than pictures in newspaper and TV things. Right, it so you dye like your hair, you move to a new you city. You move to a new city, you change your name by what? They weren't even changing their names. Yeah, they weren't. But then... There's the subterrestrial mm-hmm. beings made of lizards and what you know. So what I mean, I like, have a little bit more trouble with that. So one. what is your like favorite? What is your most mind blowing? What is your most or believable? Any category of those that you're into? I have to be honest. I feel like with all of them, there's a bit of truth, mm. and I I've seen it happen. My my favorites are like, well, actually, it's not my favorite. The one that like I'm afraid is actually really true is the Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. It's basically the idea, like the elites, why the Jeffrey Epstein was existing was not necessarily just sex trafficking. It was to get the pineal gland and the blood of like prepubescent youth because it had like life giving properties. Oh, I know. Pick your well, job up off the floor. No, it was the subject of limited research from the 1950s and 1970s, a potential cause. For schizophrenia, yeah. adrenochrome is a chemical compound produced with oxidation of adrenaline. Right. Whoa, the dark virality of a Hollywood blood harvesting conspiracy? Yes. So this. Oh, that's the one that Lady Gaga was behind. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is scary. People but, who get you power know, I, money would, I would kind of believe it because all that stuff came out in the Amber Heard case where they mm-hmm. were like the weird cuddle parties and like the way it all went down. I was like, yeah, I could imagine some like, I don't know, random 18 year old girl getting caught up in that. Literally, when you see these wild movies, when they get access, like eyes wide shut and shit like that. And you're like, oh, these rich people are freaks. It's like. Where do you think that thread of inspiration to uh, write no. that into a screenplay came from? That's that's real, y'all. Like, Someone experienced it. Somebody's doing I that. And if not, one. then... <laughs> <laughs> they turned you away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is what you're talking about? <laughs> 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 what? It's a modern-major general, yeah. Theater, did you pull this one? Here it he comes. Here it he comes. This, this was the vibe I was in. With my titties. Sing! No! No, I'm telling this man. <laughs> a modern-major general. Life information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England, and I quote the pints historical. From Marathon to Waterloo, in order categorical. <sighs> I'm very well acquainted yes. with matters mathematical. I understand 
Yes, they put by no they put binomial theorem mm-hmm. into a lyric. Good for them. Smart. Can I tell you that like the conspiracy or the like the yeah right that has actually developed more and more information and that it's accurate is yeah. like the stories of Atlantis. Underwater, Wait, well, underwater sea? city. Here's, here's the thing. So, <laughs> yes. So it was covered. It was uh, basically underwater. But the thing is that it might be Antarctica because it's technically underwater. Wait. So you're saying that people lived in ice underwater, or there no. was a city that there, the, the tectonic plates shifted, mm-hmm. causing all kinds of natural catastrophes, and the poles switched because the poles switch every scientifically every so yeah. many thousands of years or hundreds of years, whatever it is. And when that switch like happened, when the that whole s- Earth goes kaka slam. Yes, but when that that magnetic pole switch, not the true pole, the magnetic pole okay, switch. The Earth's, like, everything, because the magnetism is actually what keeps gravity active. Uh So when the magnetism was resetting, they went through, like, a reset, that all of the tectonic plates switched around and moved around. And that's when, like, all the continents, like, moved to where they are now. Right. Before it was Pangea. Correct. And in that process, uh, Atlantis, which was in the Atlantic Ocean, moved... And it was like flooded and everything and through all kinds of stuff. Like that kind of goes along with the mud mudslide theory or mm-hmm. whatever, where they keep finding like the same building and as they keep digging yes. down and down, there's like more entrances. Well, now there have been many um, different endings of the world. So, so my, from my understanding and my research, there have been five like resets, like where you, the Great Flood was one of them, the Deluge that was absolutely one, but the Atlantis was different than the Great Flood. So there was. There were several floods. There was it happened several times by fire, where like they basically were like, okay, we need to restart the simulation. We Is need to this like post dinosaur or pre the I dinosaurs. The dinosaurs had one. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs had one, but the, they also continued after one of them, like right. ice ages. All of these things were to reset. Like if you had a, a pretty violent civilization, they would reset it. And we were supposed Press, to... Re- Mark Zuckerberger hit that reset button. So one of that reset, they actually... the Antarctica is the only place on the globe where all of the nations and nation states and all of this have agreed to peacefully exist and hold space because there is, like, civilization that they're finding under the ice. And there's, like, an ice wall, which is separate from the ice that they you usually find, and it's blue ice, and they they call it sky ice because it's the color of the sky, and they're like trying to figure out what this ice is. It's a di- it's a different chemical compound. Yeah. What? I'm not making any of this up. It's no, I know. I, but the <laughs> so I know. I trust me. I like go down the rabbit holes. I'm also well versed in like the housewives, but <laughs> I don't, we don't really keep I up. With I'm just saying. I, I live a diverse life. <laughs> no, when I say um, throw out the carcass, what does that mean to you? I would for housewives. I wouldn't throw out the carcass. I don't know. What's her name? She always orders a Belvedere two shots over oh, ice with, the, with she, lime throughout the fucking carcass. Fucking Dorit. Dorit. What does that mean throughout the carcass? She, she wants doesn't the want the lemon squeeze, peel. But she doesn't want the peel. So she wants the Why carcass Why does she out. call it? Is I it, don't know. Anytime Dorit. someone has ever said carcass, I think of a dead chicken. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of like the dead chicken. What I was actually thinking was Aviva Drescher when she put her whole prosthetic leg on the table. <laughs> this floor. The only fake thing about me is this leg. <laughs> That was a great one. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
And we're back. Now, when you fuck people, do you have to? Are they? Do are they the have to share room? share beliefs oh. with you? No, I don't care. Mm. Your beliefs are your beliefs. I, mine are very mine. But, do you have to share some, some similar beliefs? No, you know I suck that Republican dick. But I worked with other Republicans that one time. Ugh. You know, if it's right, it's right. I'm pretty sure that if it's Republican, it's not going to be that right, though. It's pretty right. Okay. He loves it. He's so been back numerous times. Good so. for you. I hate it. You know, everyone's journey is valid and important. So during the pandemic, has fucking been happening? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. And do you want to talk about that or no? I can talk about it. Also, why not? No, I'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. Why, no, no, why, why not? Because why no I also, um, well, one, because. Sacred space at the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, also, I don't need any more, like, in, literal entanglements energetically. But uh... um, when the panacotta was happening, <laughs> I was like, I don't want anyone in my space because right. back the fuck up. Back all the way the fuck up. And that was, like, me declaring my space. And in that process, I had also started hormone replacement therapy. Mm. So, like, everything's a little different. Nothing's really quite what it was before. And it's just not that exciting to me. How long have you been on HRG now? Um, This month, it was two years. Congratulations! Wow. Thank you, friends. How and fun. so, it have you noticed a change also in, like... Your spirituality and what you're thinking about or mm. more focused on based on that, like, chemical change? Yeah. I've, I've stopped dismissing my emotional awareness. Oh, like, big time. Yeah, because that's, like, sort of a more, I guess, Feminine. culturally masculine trait to be like, no. Yeah. I've 100% stopped dismissing it to the point of, like... Whatever I'm feeling, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to experience all of this right now because that is the only way to move through it for me. Mm. When That's before, mean. I was dismissing it all, and then I was also... You were just looking for foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> you do shots out of foreskin? Do do shots out uh, of yes, I used to. I actually have... There's a video of me with a straw in someone's... Foreskin. Oh, so you're stealing her gig. That's what I should do. No, what now my gig is I'm going to put a straw in the foreskin, close it around, and then blow it up like a little balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Not blow it up like you a gotta stretch it out a little bit first, like you know. But like, sex can be sacred, and sex can yeah. be all of the things, and yeah. it's, it can also just be fun. And you can also just diddle your own piddle. You can diddle your own piddle and work magic. Like you can do ritual around manifestation mm. and orgasming. And there's also like orgasming. Like if if you are masturbating and you orgasm in such a way that you send the or energy back up through your spine you can actually go out of your body. But you how do you, well, tell, give us a little tip. So if I were to be like, that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, and, and focus it, and focus it. So like, this also requires you to do breath work and like Kegel work and like squeezing the anus and the perineum. Ooh, and like, so I'm you doing do it this, now. You do this and you would control the energy. So like when you are orgasming, you would send it, like consciously, almost envision it going, up your spine, and it'll come like the. It'll come and it'll wrap around and pop out here. I mean, I've done it, but I'm gonna try it. Yeah, everyone at home, try it. Let is me it just? A, is it a physical goal, or do you mentally? Be, are you focused on something else as well? Well, it bef hopefully, before you have reached a climax, uh -huh. that you this was your intention. 
so in like, the stroke. Yes. So like you're getting there, you're doing this, and you're sending this thing, all of this energy and focus and power and your life force into this moment, this culmination, and then you take that and you... <laughs> As it goes, can you imagine what that feels like and tell us what you what sound you would make? <laughs> I think I just did. No. <laughs> you actually did. Yeah, but like I, it's it's. I'd be like, sometimes it's it's. <laughs> Mine would be, um... and then my shirt would fly over like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be like. um... um... <laughs> La 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 la. <laughs> la 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 la. Sick. Um, no, that's amazing. When you said up your spine, it mm-hmm. made me think of how people in Australia say up your bum, no babies. <laughs> when they cheers. Bum. Up your bum, no babies. I've never heard that. When they cheers. Up your bum, no babies. I've never been to Australia. Well, I haven't. I still didn't hear it, but. Oh, okay. You know, maybe they do it in maybe the Maybe it's UK. just a Courtney Cheryl act. Hole says it. Well, Maybe this is a whole thing. She's talking about her hole. We've all done a lot of things. Okay. You ever I put have... cocaine on your hole? Yes. Do you... Oh. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was hoping you would say no, and then I was going to. Booty bumps. I got to tell you, <laughs> I also, at the height of monkeypox, mm-hmm. on this podcast, we talked about this a lot. I just said, you know what? Celibate summer. Yeah. And then I was lucky enough to get a fair amount of, like, I got my two doses of the vaccine and pretty quickly. So my celibate summer. What did you find in there? My cocaine's not in there. <laughs> I don't know where it is. You'll find it. Hopefully, it's not in someone's bag. Maybe it is. Let's call. That'll be a fun story. <laughs> I I allegedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly used to go through airport security. So you're fine. Mm. Mm. We'll talk about we'll it, talk it, off, about it later. Uh, off air. <laughs> um, but I, so I had but this so did like, Demi Lovato. So it's I had this like, you know, eight week period of like celibacy this summer. And when I tell you the last two weeks, mm. I just, all I could think about was like fat, veiny, uncut dicks. Like just like swirling in every thought. Mm. T- writing emails, doing whatever. Did it you was finally like, get one? Or? Yeah, I got one. Good for you, girl. But I'm just saying. I'm proud. Do you get the urge? No. Mm. no. You're above that. I No, no, no. I don't think I'm above it. I'm more like sidestepped it. Mm. Like, I'm on the sidewalk. Y'all are on the street. Like, it's not really dip. We're going the same direction. I'm on the street in a lime scooter. Okay. I have two voicemails I want to play. Yes. Um, and I, I do believe this first one is really similar to what we were all just doing. Oh, sounding? Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm so skinny right now. Oh. Oh. Okay. So thank you for uh, <laughs> calling in. Uh, <laughs> oh, <This>? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This really makes me miss back in the day when, like, not everybody had caller ID and you used to get, like, prank phone calls. Prank and- phone calls? I, okay, I used to hate them, but now I look back and I'm like, yeah. That was, like, that. a golden era for, like, some bullshit, and it was absolutely enjoyable. But they had to be good ones. It like, had to be, like, ones where they would, like, start off by tricking you. 
Like, my friends would do one where they would pretend to be my teacher calling to speak to my parents. Mm. And that one would always, like, send me. Did you ever get the refrigerator running? No. No, I had a friend who used to call The Ellen Show whenever we would drink, and she would sing... um, Okay. It was either Ellen or Ryan Seacrest where she would just leave voice notes as characters as like this little girl who could like really sing and she wanted to get on Showtime at the Apollo, but she was calling them and it was <laughs> and she would that's good. go off that, singing. That's a bit. That's a good one. It was great. All right. Here's another I voice. Go to Showtime. Okay. 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 Hello. Hmm. I just left somebody's apartment that I've been talking to for a while. I was looking forward to him stopping me with his big dick. Uh, but when I walked in, he started making small talk, and he told me that a year ago, someone lost his marbles and burned himself to death in the apartment, so it got all freshly renovated, and he got to rent it for cheap. And I told him, sorry, I have to go, because I knew I couldn't fucking get that out of my head. But, okay. Goodbye. Would you have stayed? Yes. You well, what if, they, what <laughs> if the spirit would've. was there just on fire? Like, yeah. I would have I would have just clapped up, changed the energy. All right, well, I came for something else. So we're going to get this dude. Come on. Yes. Get out of here, go. Change it up. Change it up. Change yeah, the energy I think in the room. I, 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 talking about. I'm burning up. I'm burning up. Yeah, and I say that as someone who there is an apartment on my floor that years ago the man shot themselves. So, but it's not your apartment, correct? But you so feel it's a little bit different because I ha- I did. Yeah, I used to. What is that yeah. uh, clip of Brooklyn Heights that's circulating on the internet? She was dating. A, she went on one date with a guy, and then two weeks later, mm. killed his parents, and then, and then himself, <laughs> and she killed like, his parents. And then himself. <laughs> She's Whew. in full drag being yes. interviewed for a TV show and told that story. And then, and then, no, Brooklyn, I love you. I love her too. She's in I think that that was a very funny clip, but that's not a clip to promote the show. I think it is. I would make me want to tune in. I mean, I would like to watch that. But like, <laughs> yes. what's the show? Now I want to know what yeah, the Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's a show, different show. One Girl, Five Gays. Oh, one queen. It's a round table. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. round so she, table. Thing. Yeah, so they revamped it. And they're on like season two. So it's I really thought it cool. was more just like her going to tell us stories about how like terrible like life things that happened. No, to she them. just but gave one tidbit. Give a little tidbit. I would watch more Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just now I'm like, actually, thinking back, I'm pretty sure that there have been those moments in my own life. I'm pretty sure I stayed. Oh, we oh, always stay. For sure. You got We stay. always stay. Listen. Like if I made the I always finish. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to start nothing I don't plan on finishing, okay? Cuz if it took me the energy to start in the first place. But what if the dick tasted bad? Would you say let's leave. go wash that? Well, then that's not a leave? start. That's a false start. Yeah, that doesn't that's, count. That's some fuckery. I have actually actually there was a man who said some really rude shit and I laughed. What did he say? Say it out loud. I, honestly, I don't remember at this point. It was like I was like seventeen, and this man was like old as hell. Yeah, and he That's said probably get, something yeah. racist and bad. Well, it was something about like he called me some kind of like sissy something, and then it was like I want to share you with my friends, and it was like okay, 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 and then he said something else, and my brain will not let me remember it, but I remember going, huh, yeah, that's it, okay, and I just like took my stuff and left. And he came out like threatening my life and stuff because I was like, "This is not the ticket." 
And a dick wasn't even that good for me to even worry about it like that. It never is. It really isn't. Is there any dick that you would literally do anything for? No. Yeah, I haven't come across one yet either. No, same. Maybe one day. Maybe the... Looking at you, Brooklyn Heights. Next call. Hi, lovers. Um, I am calling because I am currently driving from 6 o'clock from the South Bay into downtown L.A. um, to pick up a hookup. And I've been spending more than an hour in my car, and I wanted to see, is that gay? Bye. From the South Bay. So 6 o'clock, traffic coming in from, like, probably San Pedro, something like that. Over Just for a hookup? He said picking up a hookup. This is what I heard. Picking I heard up. Picking up. So like you're going to have to deliver it later? Yeah. Coming back with you, and then you have to return. I've done that. I've had to do that before where I had to drive them back. I would rather just pay for them to get in an Uber than waste like an hour of my time driving them and yeah. dropping them off after a hookup. I've done that. And I'm, I'm really just saying that's also paying for sex. Mm. And I'd do it again. Listen, I've had it done for me, and I've, had, I've done it, so... I agree. It's lovely. I agree. We've done this. I told this story once. I, one time when I was living in the suburbs of Chicago, drove four hours to Indiana to meet a man at a hotel. And he drove like three hours from where he was in Indiana. And we hooked up at this hotel and he showed up in his army uniform. Oh. And then it was. Come home, puppy. (laughs) (laughs) And then literally, I kid you not, probably within the last three years. While I lived in L.A., he's texted me and been like, what's up? And I'm like, you're closeted in Indiana. What are you doing? I had a hookup from high school who got married and everything. And if he sees on my Instagram that I'm in town. He says, put on that clown makeup and let's meet up in the park. No, no clown makeup. (laughs) Did ask for a wig once. That's Oh, yeah, I was just, you, you said high school, and I was remembering this the man that I had a crush on in high school then hit me up when I was in Philly touring ages ago, and um, he asked me to <clears throat> shit on his chest. Now, what chakra is that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was working on the throat chakra because he spoke his truth. Thank you so much, Vicky, for being here. But they always know. They They somehow always keep track. They're like, saw you were in Florida. I'm like, who is this? Yeah, I'm just saying. Your dad. (laughs) Right, Biscuit? It's actually your Your dad. dad. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send Biscuit. us an email to sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213 Okay. 9-1. 9-1. What are those two numbers again? 9-1. Where can everyone find you, Miss Vicky? Um, the Vicky Vox on all social media platforms. And if you want to check out my spiritual work and the ministry that I do have, it's unifiedrainbow.com. Stunning. Are you still doing readings and stuff for people? I am still doing readings, and you, that's through Unified Rainbow. I'm also teaching a course right now on how to do drag. Oh. Oh, so she's back. Well, I'm not back, but I'm giving other people what I learned. The wisdom is there. She can teach me. Yeah, how to create your life. What do you think I got you for your birthday? Uh Uh-oh. Oh! (laughs)
You can follow Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram at Spicy as Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and TikTok. And don't forget to follow oh, yeah. Mom Meatball, Podcast. Meatball did post a TikTok. <gasps> I did post a TikTok. I was very high. Yeah, she's violent. You, you jumped. You've broken the threshold from just constant observer to now participant. Well, no, I post. I post our little thing. I post this little shit show thing on there all the time. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here, Where y'all. Are these Thank, four you. Walls. Thank you. It's been forever. It's so good to see you. It's very good to be here. You're an absolute pleasure. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye, biscuit. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.